time? Yeah, why don't you do the theme song? Council cast. Welcome. This is episode 69 being recorded on February 19th, 2019. Thank you to the uh, musical stylings by Silas. It was inspired by Terminator. Don't worry. The council is now in session. And as with every week, we'll make arbitrary decisions on science, technology, and random shit with a little background and next to no expertise. Next All council cast decisions are final and have no bearing on anything whatsoever. So with that excellent introduction out of the way, and uh, for episode 69, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to... I, I thought I'd be the first one to make some some joke, but it, it's you, and I'm very proud of you. <laughs> uh, we will start off this, this week's episode about science. Maybe the science of getting 69. <laughs> the sentence doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, but uh, what happens when a star falls into a black hole? Is that 69? <laughs> No. <laughs> Dang it, I missed it again. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I don't know. What does happen? Uh, apparently, it goes really, really fast. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, okay. I didn't read the article, but if I'm to understand, it is like when you go to a grocery store, the mall, or somewhere where they're collecting money, and they yep. have the... The coin collector, where you put the coin in the thing, and it drops and spins around in a circle, and it yep. gets faster as it gets closer to the center, and then, voila, you make a wish foundation or something. Yeah, it's kind of like that. That's exactly I've, what it's like. Yeah. So apparently, it, it turns out that it's really, really hard to measure how fast a black hole is spinning. Um, maybe because it's black. Hmm. You can't see it. And you can't blend see in it. with space. It blends in with space, and it, as a matter of fact, it's pretty difficult. So, uh, the only way that they can do it is by measuring objects that fall into a black hole. And I guess relatively recently, here a star, uh, which was um, getting close to the black hole, fell into the black hole, hmm. and. Apparently, it just destroyed this star, but they found out that they measured how fast it was going, uh, that it was going apparently 50% the speed of light. Wow. And they also were able to estimate how big the black hole's mass was, which was only about a few hundred thousand to 10 million times the mass of the sun. Wait, those numbers are too big. Break... Explain it to me like like I'm five. So well, if you're at the mall and you've got a coin and you put it in one of those things and it spins around and around until at the bottom it goes really, really fast. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, explain it to me like to I'm three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So imagine that the... Uh, that, that a grain of sand was the size of a sun. Okay. Now imagine that times a hundred million. 
which would be like the size of a beach. Okay. That's how that's how massive the black hole is. The so size the, of a so beach. the grain of sand is our sun. Yes. And any, the black hole is the beach. Any star. In the, okay. Is it is it by the ocean or? I. You know, I I read the article and I thought it was really funny that they said and so what a black hole typically does is shreds a star. So did yeah. they use the word shred? They did. Oh my goodness! Does it look like this picture? That like did they take an act? They didn't take a picture of this. Snapshot. I mean, Polaroid. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> sick. <laughs> they they apparently used uh, X ray emissions to determine this. Got it. Which is, I believe, the only way that people can really measure black holes because you can't really look at them. Well, why aren't they using gamma rays? They're too slow. Hmm. I don't know. Gamma rays. Cool. Well, you know, Matt's not here, so thumbs up for space. My thumbs up too. That's pretty cool. Anytime a star gets shredded, I feel. Impacted. I thought just that they said typically what happens. I thought that's pretty cool. I mean, the black holes are pretty dang cool. So I give it a double thumbs up to tonight. Didn't I they like say it. that it wouldn't? It, this isn't going to happen again for another ten thousand years. Or what something about ten thousand years. I didn't quite follow that, but either way, thumbs up. That we would fall into a black hole. I mean, that would be pretty scary. It's in 10,000 years. We don't have to be scared about it. Yeah, that's fair. We're all going to die of global warming first. You just told us that. So, Yep, off-air. If you want to tune in to uh, listen to our off-air commentary before the cast um, comes live, uh, send us an email to councilcast at gmail.com, and we will consider your request and vote on it next episode. What might help you from falling into the black hole when our sun or when our Earth gets close to it mm -hmm. is maybe some shoes that cool. might help you if you do fall. Shoes have never helped me with falling; they only help me to fall. <laughs> well, that's the uh, that's what they're trying to solve here. Is they're they're trying to say that you can wear these shoes and uh, they will tell you when you fall. So in case you didn't know you fell. The shoes will say you just fell down. Um, I feel like you know that. Will they say danger, 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 or will they say something useful like you've fallen? Can you get up? <laughs> they will say, "Help! I've fallen and cannot get up." In case you didn't realize it, you have fallen. That's what they'll say. So I see this as being a decent application for the elderly. Yes. So that. You know, it can talk to the smartphone that their grandkids got them and let the grandkids know that they've fallen or any number of other people. But <laughs> what if they just Did like, toss, what if they just like toss yeah, their shoes in the corner? No, I just threw those damn shoes out the window. Yeah. <laughs> they kept telling me that they'd fallen and they couldn't get up. <laughs> I wonder if they have a loudspeaker on them that can just scream that. Remember the SNL sketch where uh, they taught Alexa to listen to the stuff that old people are talking about? <laughs> oh, 
it like understands old people or something like that it's funny i mean i like i think the idea is an interesting idea um i just don't know how practical this is like how many people wear shoes all the time hmm. i'm not wearing shoes right now neither am i so. in fact i'm i'm also not wearing pants because this is a waste up podcast so that's only fair I would not expect anything less. Well, they did say that they were marketing it towards people who were um, handicapped, or uh, I, I didn't. They didn't say the elderly, but I'm sure they could market it there. Sure. I think if it says you have fallen, are you okay? I would wear them all the time and just fall down because that would be hilarious. <laughs> it has to be sending out a signal to some other life i think it should just be saying or, you have fallen are you okay it, it has no response if you say no i need help <laughs> or, have you fallen are you okay don't worry I just my told shoes you will take it. my shoes will take care of this. so does it have a it, it can't it's not going to have a microphone it's just going to have a sensor <laughs> in it it's not going to have speakers yes it it my, my speaker shoes. sneakers <laughs> <laughs> my spy shoes let me just talk into my heel yeah, I mean, it sounds take like it off and use it like a phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a phone. It says that it will just send it's in an alert. Part. So I'm not sure who the alert goes out to, but uh, I don't think it's going to have a speaker in it. <laughs> Local 911. To Nike or whoever's making the shoes. I mean, I guess this would be good. And I know it says here that they're not targeting this to be like a fitness shoe. But I would imagine that there's like a lot of people who go outside running and like oh, yeah. fall down, get heart attack, get hit by a car. Like maybe that would be a good use for them. Yeah, I see that. I can see an application there. But I mean, the thing is building a um, putting the sensor in so that it knows right now my Fitbit doesn't even know when I take steps, right? So <laughs> building the sensor in there so that you know that someone has fallen and not just, um, not sat just like, down. yeah, sat down or stepped or like when they're running or jump, maybe or they jumped. jumped off of something and they landed just fine and they keep running. They're like, have you, you fallen? And, and then, and then like kept going or something. We don't know what you're doing. And like sends emergency vehicles. I just feel like the technology would be really difficult to master, but maybe mastering this technology is something that then they can sell to Fitbit so that the Fitbit knows when I actually take steps. Well, I guess to be fair, this is being done by this company Verily, which is by Alphabet, which everybody knows as Google. So mm. I, I guess they do have some money behind them to kind of figure this out, but I think shoes Ooh. is the wrong thing. In uh, in healthcare, we've been doing that for years, being putting sensors down that can tell you that you've fallen and it isn't just someone who's that you haven't just dropped something on the floor. So, but that's like I, in your home. That's uh, this is probably more on the go. It's what it hmm. kind of sounds like. Yeah. Maybe it Thumbs should up. Be, maybe it should be an earring that you wear so that you can keep old people hip. Yes. Thumbs up if it has a loudspeaker and a microphone. Thumb, thumbs, thumbs down. <laughs> For what? Just the, you Making know, the controversy. We're all going to die. For, For controversy. Anyway, so yeah.
I, I give it a thumbs down because I think that they could have come up with a better uh, accessory for them to be wearing it in. Mm. 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 Like a bracelet that tracks your steps. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I got my, pi- I got my pitch. I got my pitch for tonight. All right. Well, hold make, on. Make a there. bracelet that counts my steps. <laughs> <laughs> well, something that won't count your steps, uh, but maybe you want it to, is the Raspberry Pi Steam Box. Ooh. Uh, so this is for people who followed Valve and their Steam hardware for computer games. Mm-hmm. The, uh, they, they had a piece of hardware that was called a Steam, Steam Link. And it was a little bit of a box where, you know, say you've got your gaming computer and it's sitting upstairs in your office or in the basement or somewhere somewhere other than your living room. And you want to say, I just want to play my games on the TV. I've got this really big TV in front of me. I'm already sitting here on the couch. I'm really comfortable. I don't want to go move to my computer. And you want to just play right there. They had this little box where you could plug it into your TV and it would stream, it would render the games on your computer and then stream it to your TV. And you could play the games just as if you were sitting in front of your computer. So there's no lag or latency. That's the idea. So Valve canceled that about a year ago, I want to say. Because of lag and latency? Because it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, But, but there, it lives on in the Raspberry Pi. Apparently, Valve has an app that uh, you can load onto a Raspberry Pi, which is just a little circuit board computer that you can buy, uh-huh. and you can use that instead. So they said, our hardware is terrible. Buy these guys' cheap hardware instead, and we'll give you the software. So for everybody who wanted a Steam box, good, good, good for you, because you can now do it. And maybe it'll run better. And you can do it on your own now. So. And a nice, warm apple pie. Nice Raspberry pie. pie. Ugh. Yuck. Yeah. Thumbs down. I prefer apple pie. <laughs> you know, I'll give it a thumbs up. I don't think it's going to work. So I just wanted them to have some good feelings before they go out of business again. <laughs> <laughs> I I like the idea because I like that they're giving it out to people instead of having to buy their hardware. You can buy something that's a little bit more universal and they're giving you the software for free. And that's like unheard of today. So hmm. I give them a thumbs up for for being proactive and maybe making something better for the community. Cool. I'll say it. Cool. What might not be good for a community is somebody who owns dances. Hmm. Do you own a dance? If you made up a dance right now, Silas, mm-hmm. do you own mm-hmm. that? Uh, it is. Is it is it set in fixed form? Such as has it been recorded and and did I uh, register it with the copyright no office? You did not. You did not. You just recorded yourself doing it on YouTube and uploaded it to YouTube. According to the U.S. Constitution and copyright law, that does not hold up in court. Well, apparently, you're not the only one who who agrees with that. So. Everybody knows that uh, you guys have heard of Fortnite, right? I play yes. Fortnite. I'm I'm good at Fortnite. I d- I hide in the bushes, and I taught you and, that. And my dad taught me how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so Fortnite, I, I, I have not played it myself, but Fortnite apparently has some dance moves in it for your characters, correct? Oh yeah. Yes, they're very you, good dance moves. You have to buy the you have to buy the really good ones, but uh, you can get the decent ones for free. So apparently, uh, Fortnite or Epic, the guys who make it, mm-hmm. uh, have been stealing stealing people's dance moves and putting them into the game for you to enjoy all by yourself and or pay with yep. real money. Yep. And apparently some people are getting set, uh, upset about it. So there's the, uh, I think the biggest, most well-known one is the the floss dance, right? The backpack kid doing the floss dance. Yep. I think you, you could do it probably, Silas. Nope. <laughs> I mean, so I could embarrass myself right now if that's what you're asking. <laughs> no, I just, I just was confirming that you could do that. Uh, but apparently he, you know, he's got the most famous one. There's a dance from Alfonso Ribeiro uh, from the Fresh Prince, um, and I guess these guys are all suing Epic, saying that they own the copyright, basically, of their of their dance. Mm, uh, Alfonso, his is a much trickier case because he was doing that dance as part of a larger television show to which he was not in charge of and does not own the copyright for that show he gets royalties paid to him from that show you know i ha- i'm like within three degrees of separation from this guy and i'd love to see him get some money but i don't feel like he has a leg to stand on so do you think that people you don't think people should be able to own their dance moves oh i think that they can own their dance moves i just don't think that any of them have filed the proper paperwork for it to hold up in court under what we have right now as our copyright law and and what has like the precedence that's been set already well you're not the only one because it sounds like uh actually just this last week um sorry keep going alfonso's lawsuit got uh denied so the copyright office denied his request to register the dance move so i think like silas was saying is that the copyright office is not going to accept dance moves as a copyrightable thing well maybe if he'd done it earlier do you think that this case has any bearing on the fact that he's trying to get it copyrighted now um the federal copyright officials said that the three dance steps that make up his move aren't enough to register it as a choreographic work. oh okay so i mean i think if you had like obviously <clears throat> four steps, um it probably would be legit but i i mean i can't imagine like if you stood up and you just did a dance like this yeah like that i mean anybody could come up with that come on um, but right. if you like set up a whole dance and it was set to music or something, I guess I could see well, that. And every time that you see that on Fortnite, you you know you're reminded that this is that dance that everyone likes to dance. You don't sue everyone for dancing that dance. I guess they're upset because they're making money off it, right? I yeah, I would. I guess I'm not sure. Because what about all the people that just dance the floss or other the char- the the Carlton? Um, they they don't ask permission; they just do it. 
I, I, I'm, I'm hoping they don't win the case. I hope that they don't. It sounds like they're not going to. Yeah, I mean, am I in the wrong if I'm at home and I'm watching this kid do it and I'm, I'm trying to do it? I mean, think about, you know, I think about, you watch all those YouTube videos with, with like uh, artists and they have like a special dance to their song. Yeah. And then you have like all of these kids who are learning to do that dance too. It's like, they're not trying to sue those kids for it. And the kids will post their videos on YouTube and stuff. And I, I, maybe it, promotes them more than it uh, takes away from them. I, I think it promotes them more than it takes away. So I, I mean, I give it, uh, I, I give it a, a thumbs down to trying to make a lawsuit out of nothing. Uh, I agree. Thumbs down. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, everybody. You don't get your dance moves back. <laughs> no, I, I just hate it that everyone has to sue everyone for everything. So definitely thumbs down for another lawsuit. That's fair. All right. Moving on to our other cool and weird shit for the night. Uh, we have Elon Musk tweeting about his new spaceship um, called the Starship. And he has showed off a picture of it on uh, his Twitter and it is a, I don't think it's a full-scale model yet, but it is a completely stainless steel, bright and shiny uh, rocket ship, basically. And this is what he is saying he is going to take people to space and back with. Have they figured out how they're going to keep people alive on this trip to Mars or any of the other issues they've had forever on this kind of prolonged space flight? I'm not sure this is the one that's going to Mars yet. I think this is the one that's just going to get you, like, I don't know. Okay. I know the article talked about Mars. So. Because I thought he was talking about this one would go, like, to and from Earth, I thought. Hmm. It looks straight off the set of a 1950s sci-fi movie. <laughs> that is big true. silver rocket that is definitely true i think it's an interesting uh it's interesting that he's going with all of this uh, promotion <laughs> of the rockets i mean this stuff isn't even built yet and uh he's just kind of showing it off i think it's kind of a unique thing that maybe a lot of people didn't get when nasa did a lot of their rocket development um and I don't know. If it was probably true. all very secretive, wasn't it? Very. Um, um, don't, they didn't want anyone to get the information or get, you know, pull any data from them. So they were constantly probably doing it secretively. Right. So it's just kind of. It's. I think it's interesting being liking space and space things. And is it a publicity stunt for him to get more um, energy and excitement about what he's doing? I'm sure it is. I mean, I can't imagine that he isn't getting some good press because of all of this. How big is this thing supposed to be? They said uh, a dozen people. Is it is it like, like shuttlecraft that. size or not shuttlecraft? What am I trying to say? Um, An escape pod. No. What? 
I can't think of it. Yes, it says, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. This is the one. It's supposed to sit on top of the BFR, and uh, it was going to take people to Mars. And apparently, it can carry, it's supposed to be able to carry dozens of people to space. And so wow. it's supposed to be able to fly into space, land on a distant world, and then fly back to Earth. Is everyone supposed to still be alive? I still don't know how they're going to keep people alive for all that time. Everything I've ever read about prolonged space flight and why they don't do it is, a lot of it is they don't have the ability to keep everyone breathing that long. Um, I think they can keep people breathing. I think that uh, people would probably kill each other if they had to sit in a spaceship for three months. Uh, well, doing... a pretty silver one like that. I mean, <laughs> Silas, you didn't hear this. I said that it looked like straight off the set of a 1950s uh, oh, yeah. uh, sci-fi movie. This yeah, giant rocket, big silver thing. The heck is this? He's building it right now. Yeah. He's building it. In a steel starship. A scale model of it. Oh, look how this is how this is how Elon tweets out his pitch ideas. <laughs> With a real picture. A real picture in alliteration. With a real starship. <laughs> Got it. All right. Well, you're in for a real treat then, Elon. I mean, I give him some props for showing it off, but I, I think you're right. I think he's got to solve how he's going to get his people there and back. Um, so that's going to be a really boring trip. I don't know if my switch battery would last that long. Yikes. Thumbs hmm. up for cool and for space. Um, Thumbs, yeah, up. Sure. Thumbs up, Mr. Musk. You did it again. Sparked our curiosity, got us talking, and pretty soon we'll be buying more flamethrowers. Exactly. All right. I also like, uh, I, I have two more topics here. Uh, my first one is called Yoquiro Taco Hand Grenades, where apparently a man in Florida discovered a World War II hand grenade and uh, does as every sane person would do, takes it to a Taco Bell. What was uh, what was he doing with the, the Taco Bell? Was he just uh, trying to get um, probably a trying burrito? to trade it for a uh, burrito supreme? He he, a taco crunch wrap supreme. I, I think he was probably hungry, and he was like, you know what? I gotta stop at my favorite Taco Bell. And he probably brought it in with him to take a look at it while he ate his lunch. He probably was like, hey, guys, look what I just got. Can I, can I trade this for some more tacos? Oh, wow. That's a one heck of a trade. <laughs> How many tacos is this worth? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's worth one free trip to jail. Don't okay, so if you find a World War II grenade, uh -huh. are you going to pick it up? I mean, maybe been... initially, initially you go... What is, oh, this is heavy. This could be the real deal. Would you take it and put it in your car, in your pocket? Well, would you even know that it's a World War II hand grenade? Well, even if it was kind of like a grenade, wouldn't you want to call someone and say, I don't yeah. know what that is, but it looks like a grenade. I'm not going to be play with it. Oh, wait, it was he, did he have like a proper fishing boat that he like, or was he like, did he well, cast were, a net out or what happened? 
they were actually metal hunting. So they were out, I'm assuming, with a giant magnet or metal detector and found it. Huh. And the pin was still in it, right? Uh, they said that the, the, the pin was there, but it did not appear to be functional. So they did have, they, but they did still have the bomb squad show up. And I can only imagine that they detonated it. So under a little yeah. detonation box. Yeah, in the Taco Bell. I, have a, I kind of have a sad, I kind of have a sad slush. In the Taco Bell toilet. And it uh, looks exactly the same. <laughs> That's actually what this picture is. It's the Taco Bell toilet before the bomb squad got there. <laughs> That's just what Taco Bell toilets are. That's just the kind of publicity a Taco Bell needs. One time when I, uh, so I was talking to one of my buddies in, in Swansea, Wales, and he was telling me a story about his grandpa or his great grandpa. Um, and this guy during World War II, when they were getting bombed, uh, Swansea <laughs> got bombed and it was. Um, no, wait, can I just clarify? Okay, yeah. The town of Swansea was being bombs were being dropped on the town of Swansea, or the town, the people of the town of Swansea were getting bombed. No, the the town of Swansea was both. All the people <laughs> in Swansea and the town itself were having bombs dropped on them. <laughs> One bomb dropped right on um, Wine Street, which is the now the Bar Street. Um, but a, this bomb dropped, bounced, and um, my buddy's great grandpa saw it bounce. It didn't go off. And he's like, it could go off at any minute though. So he grabbed a bucket, ran out and put a, put a uh, bucket over top of the bomb to keep everyone safe. How big was this bucket? I don't know. I don't know how big the bucket or how big the bomb was. All I know is that it's a good thing that the bomb was defunct because the bucket would have stood no chance. <laughs> So um, that's wow. kind of the end of that story. But he, he says, I love to tell it because it's just a prime example of how goofy my grandpa was. Oh, I'll save everyone. I've got a bucket. Maybe he could have saved the people at Taco Bell with the hand grenade. He might have been able to do that too. I bet I bet he could have handled that. I mean, maybe, maybe the he bomb brought squad it. Did. Yeah, they just <laughs> brought a bucket. Maybe, maybe he brought it to Taco Bell because... Taco Bell got a delivery of hand grenades from Hong Kong with their potato shipment. I don't know. Because that's the other thing that happened is uh, a hand grenade showed up at a potato chip factory in Hong Kong. It's a lot of what? Uh, grenade food related stories for the episode yeah. tonight. Yeah. So World War One showed up at found inside potato <clears throat> <laughs> like were they in a potato i don't know farm and like picking potatoes and somebody picked up a hand grenade and they're like yeah it also looks like a potato and threw it in there that could be that seems like the most plausible thing i've heard tonight maybe that's how they make the uh the explosive fiery doritos is they just <laughs> you know this sounds like a, a cheese it commercial or whatever how do they get so much cheese in there? Well, there are little fighter jets. I'm combining commercials now, but actually the commercial I was thinking of is the World War II before 
the grenade goes off and the Taco Bell is blown up. And then um, the farmer's insurance guy says, um, you know, grenade and a Taco Bell and we covered it. <laughs> yep. We cover everything. Believe it or not. Apparently in this one, they did in fact blow up this uh, potato hand grenade. So, <laughs> I mean, good for that. <laughs> potato guns. <laughs> they, shot a pot they shot it out of a potato gun <laughs> and then it blew up. <laughs> I concur. That's definitely what happened. Thumbs up on both uh, explosive food stories tonight. I like that. Yeah, thumbs up. Two Nobody grenades. was hurt, so maybe that's how they end up with uh, explosive diarrhea at uh, Taco Bell. Yeah, you never know. I think that's how it is. Thumbs up if you find uh, grenades anywhere, bring them to Taco Bell, and they know or, how to handle. Or, or, or your favorite restaurant or potato factory. But there you go. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our, our topics for tonight. We'll move on to our Elon Musk pitches for the week. And I'll, I'll start off because I already know what I'm doing. So uh, earlier before the before the council cast started, Silas was telling us about how he, he lost his wedding ring in uh, Mexico. And so Elon Musk, here's my proposal for you, is that I don't think he's the only one who's ever lost anything of importance in mm. the ocean. And uh, you could do everybody a solid by figuring out a way to drain the ocean so that everybody can go search for their lost stuff. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. So wait, it would... Um... And ideally, it like... Where, do, where does the water go? It. Well, here, here's the best part. It drains it, and then he uh -huh. runs it through a freezer, and then he shoots out ice cubes, and then puts them into the poles. Oh, so it's it's combating global warming while simultaneously finding people's lost jewelry. Exactly. Perfect. Win-win. Oh. Let me pull up Twitter so that I can send him a little message about this. Well, I, or my, uh, uh, my thought was that he I was worried about global warming as well based on Silas's um, um, story earlier. So mm. I was going to suggest that he make a giant ice machine. So we're, I think we'd just stick with the with draining the oceans and turning that all into ice. I was just hoping he could make a giant ice machine and, and save our polar caps. So. And what if he made a giant ice cream machine? Oh. And if like you that. and then he puts it in the poles, and if you want ice cream, you just go to the North Pole. Hmm. Or maybe it's shaved ice. I don't know. All right, thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm gonna thumbs up. Thumbs up. Your idea, both of your ideas. Those are like I think that's a great tag team scenario here. So I have drained the ocean to find jewelry, then freeze the water and send it to the poles to stop global warming. And you were, what were you going to, what was yours exactly? Who, mine? Yeah. Oh, uh, just a big ice machine. Just pouring out ice to keep mm -hmm. the polar caps frozen. 
So would the machine live in at both poles? Like, would there be a couple machines at both poles just creating yeah, ice? Yeah, you know, he would just yeah, they would just be creating ice and just just you know like take the top off the ice machine, just pouring out day and night ice everywhere. Build ice machines at the poles that constantly um, spit out more ice to stop global warming. Yep, because that's how it's done. Apparently, we're very concerned about global warming this, this episode. Well, um, you know, you scared us. Yeah, I mean, hand grenades and global warming. Um, here's my pitch. Here's my pitch idea. It um, it also has to do with global warming, and is in it, and will be presented in the theme of uh, Elon Musk's uh, own pitches on Twitter, the way that he he does them. And um, lastly, it'll also be in celebration of this episode. It, are you ready? I'm not sure. Sexy, see-through spandex that stops Ooh. global warming. Yeah, it doesn't all fit on one tweet, so we're going to have to do it on two. That's okay. Why does it have to be see-through? Uh, for the alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all. Um, he, he got to do an alliteration with three words. I get to do an alliteration with three words. All right. So there we go. I, I give that a, a, a thumbs up for global warming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dad, uh, Dad what, what do you give it? Thumbs up. I give it a thumbs down because it's a horrible <laughs> idea. But I'm glad that we had, you know, two out of three ain't bad. So controversy. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you're, you you said sexy see through what? Sexy Some... see through spandex. Yeah, sex sells everything. So thumbs up on global warming. <laughs> yeah, this is the only way we're going to get people to fight global warming is with sex appeal. <laughs> the it sex appeal of global warming, clearly. Hot supermodel be. needs a bunch of ice. That's one way to do it. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. I think with that, I'm going to go ahead and call this council meeting adjourned. want to thank every single one of you for listening. We record this podcast live on Tuesday nights on the YouTubes. And if you liked what you saw and want to check out all of our past episodes of the CouncilCast, you can go to CouncilCast.org. Leave us a message. Buy some t-shirts. Send us some money. We don't care. Enjoy our podcast. You can find all of the audio files on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher as well. And if you want to have a topic that you want our decision on, you can email us at councilcast at gmail.com or connect with us on Twitter at RealCouncilCast. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. Outro music. Ba -da -ba 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 -da.